Podcast. Get ready to ride along on our Florida road tour powered by Kohler Engines, Xmark, Toro's Horizon 360, and the Debt Free Landscaper. We are traveling the Sunshine State, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your host, best selling author of the new book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, fam? Welcome back to the Hype House in Anna Maria Islands, Florida. I'm with Andy Mulder from Indiana MMS. NWI. There you go. I finally got it. It took me two days. It's obviously, I'm changing it when I get home for sure. (laughs) This is too much. When we, uh, previously in the week, we chatted poolside with Mitchell Gordy and yourself. You shared your debt-free story, the Dave Ramsey plan, paying off your mortgage truly 100% debt-free. So again, that's very inspiring as somebody who's on baby step two and grinding away and paying it off and and doing the deal to to see somebody. And even the piece that that you talked about, the financial piece, I just observed that about you. Before I had that information, I was like, there's a piece about this man. And and it it all makes sense when you get to the details of why. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's totally worth it. My goodness, it's changed Absolutely. your life. So. so yeah, so you guys can go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear the debt-free journey and uh, encouragement from Andy and Mitchell as well. His all his gear and equipment is uh, paid for by a lot of hard work and sacrifice. So today, our audience, Andy, is mainly lawn care and landscape providers. But the eyeballs go open when you hear Caleb Mommy come on or Josh and our average job's $30,000. Well, when your average job's 75 bucks cutting grass, that's a big deal. And so what would you say uh, to the guy who doesn't have any hardscaping experience? They don't even know where to get started. What's kind of, as the Dave Ramsey baby steps, what's kind of the progression to be able to get to where you guys are at? Uh, for us, I mean, we started out, I knew I, wa- I knew I wanted to get into landscaping. That's what I had done in the past for where I had used to work, where I used to work. And, um, you know, I, we didn't do a lot of hardscaping, but it really interests me. It really uh, you know, just seeing what you can make with, with brick. And it just, it just excited me. I, I, at the time I wasn't like all pumped up about the money. I, I didn't, I was not pricing correctly when I started, you know, there's a lot of things that I've had to learn over time and I have a mentor that's taught me a lot of things. And, and, uh, Who's so your mentor? uh, he's a local contractor by us. Uh, he kind of, um, he has a huge business. I think they do, I don't know, three or 5 million now a year. And he, uh, I went over to his, I was looking for an enclosed trailer and I put on Facebook, you know, 
uh, anybody has recommendations for enclosed trailers. And he ended up getting my number from our dealer and he called me and asked, told me, Hey, if you ever want to come over, I've heard some good things about you from the dealer. I'd love to meet you if you want to see our trailers. And, um, we could just meet. So I went over there a Saturday and I was there for three hours and we looked for the trailer for 10 minutes and we were in his office the whole time, just talking about business. And he like just blew my mind and I, I, I didn't go to college, you know? So there's a lot of things that from a business standpoint and pricing standpoint, I didn't know, uh, the how to, how to price correctly and, and those things. And so he taught me a lot of those things. Um, what were some of those early lessons learned about pricing? Uh, like accounting for all your costs, like how much equipment costs to have on the job and making sure you're charging for that equipment. And just because I own a track machine doesn't mean it comes to the job site for free. It should be charged at a daily rate. And, uh, you know, charging by the man hour instead of just by square foot. And those are things I didn't know. And he, that was before I had LMN and, um, those kinds of things, but he just blew my mind and we're still great friends to this day. And I, uh, we have lunch all the time and it's been, I mean, that's changed my, I tell him often that without him, I would probably be broke now, but <laughs> I don't know about that, but it's just, he changed everything for me and, and really took me under his wing, so to speak. And, um, it's a huge passion of his to help. What younger. year did, did you go to get that enclosed trailer and, and get to develop that friendship? Uh, that was three or four years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it was a God thing. I really feel like, I mean, he's not a Christian, but I swear it was like, we were put together for that reason. I, I don't, there's a lot of things that I think about, like, I can't imagine where I'd be without him helping me along. And, and, uh, I had only known what I had known for where I had used to work and I didn't really help that guy with pricing. I didn't, I, we, I was his foreman, you know, I didn't really, but I would see things from now on from time to time. And, and I kind of, you know, we grew the business. I mean, I was doing jobs, you know, but you I knew just, how to execute the yeah, work. I mean, and, make- and that's what he said. He said, your work is so good. Like he knew what he had seen our work and he's like, it, it's really good. And you're, you're not going to be able to grow and be able to expand and do things unless you charge enough for this work. And, and, and I just, I didn't, and, and be able to get off the job site or, you know, accounting for simple things like, when I'm on the job site, I wasn't accounting for my labor on the job site. I just was on the job site. So, you know, like if, 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 if I'm going to be the quote unquote foreman on the job, well, I need to be billing that hourly rate. And, and even though I may not take that exact amount of money home or something, I, I, you have to account for those hours and that cost, you know what I'm saying? So that way, if I decide to pull off the job, and let and hire a real foreman. I'm I'm I can afford to do that because I'm accounting for that cost on my jobs, you know. And and uh, so like I just I just didn't th- you know I, I just didn't think about that, you know. And I just didn't know, you know. And so that that w- I don't even know where we started this question, but had, had he he having him take me under his wing like that really changed a lot of things for me. After the fact, we ended up getting LMN, and so that um, solidified like the the hourly charging, and and we're 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 charging for time and equipment. We're selling our labor and equipment. And, and I believe that you can make a lot of money by owning your equipment and charging appropriately for that. Uh, because a homeowner, you know, they can, if they really want to do this job themselves, they can go rent all the equipment. Right. And then they have to obviously physically do the work. So if, if they're hiring you to do your job, to do the landscape job or hardscape job. And I show up there with a $60,000 track machine and a hundred thousand dollar mini excavator and all this equipment. Well, that's not for free. Cause if they want to do the job, they got to go rent all the equipment to do it anyways. So, you know, you, you got to understand that any, any 
any piece of equipment, I believe, with a gas engine uh, needs to be built, put on the on the project as a, as a separate line item. Not necessarily. I mean, your client doesn't need to see that. I don't do like that kind of itemized pricing. Yeah, but, but on internally, internally, you have that's you need to be accounting for everything because it's going to take every piece of that, every every single piece of equipment like that that you're bringing to that job set. You're taking the risk. You're you're maintaining that equipment. You're bringing it there. You're bringing it back. You're doing all the maintenance, all the stuff you're taking the risk you need to charge for that, you know? And, and so if that's a big motivator for me to number one, invest in more equipment that reduces labor, because when I build, I, if I'm paying for it and I'm billing it out on the job appropriately, you know, everything that makes our job faster and I'm able to charge for it, but I have, I don't have to pay hourly like an employee. That's when I start making more money as a, as an owner uh, is by investing in those kinds of things, but charging appropriately for it, you know? So Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to kick it over to Mr. Producer and uh, hear what's happening back in Georgia. And uh, coming up, we'll continue our conversation with Andy Mulder from MMS. This, of course, is the Green Industry Podcast at greenindustrypodcast.com. We do hope to be your morning show for 2021. My name is Marty. Thanks to all of you who have inspired me, especially our guest on the show, just showcasing the value that you guys bring to your customers because of all that uh, interaction, because of all of that input into my own life. I've actually decided to become a customer myself. Now, you might recall from an episode last year, I once approached uh, Paul in the past about servicing my lawn, and he just laughed and said I needed to talk with Chuck. Well, I was actually browsing through Instagram the other day, and I found a professional who works my area, and when I saw on his feed that he had attended Entrepreneur Academy Live and was also a listener to the Green Industry Podcast, I said, that's my guy, and he's actually going to get started on my little portion of God's Green Earth this week. I I say all of that to say that when you learn from the best, it inspires confidence. Your customers, of course, may never know who Paul Jameson or Brian Fullerton are, but when you learn their approach to building a better business, the quality of your work is just going to speak volumes. That's why I'm encouraging you to check out Paul's resources today, available for you at greenindustrypodcast.com. And thank you guys. Thanks to each and every one of you for starting your day with us. Kohler introduces an industry-first 300-hour oil change kit. The innovative oil change kit includes new Kohler Pro 10W50 full synthetic oil and Kohler Pro Extended Life oil filter, which when paired together, triple the oil change interval in Kohler gas engines from 100 hours to 300 hours. You can reduce your annual oil change costs by up to 50% while improving equipment uptime and productivity. Kohler Pro 10W50 oil is engineered for increased wear protection under extreme operating conditions. Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits are available for most Kohler engines. Contact your local Kohler authorized dealer to learn more about Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits. Are you ready to improve your bottom line? Have you been wondering how the pros go about assembling their bids and quotes? My brand new Know Your Numbers e-training dives deep into how to price lawn and landscape services. This e-training provides an in-depth teaching of what you need to know to be an expert at pricing jobs, and it also includes our new Pricing Matrix business tool. This e-training is loaded with the information you need to succeed in assembling accurate quotes. Now, you can earn more than you have ever dreamed of. The Know 
KnowYourNumbersETraining is an investment in your future, and it's available at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's greenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, Lenny Magno with Exmark here with some food for thought when it comes to choosing the right zero-turn mowers. What do you value in a zero-turn mower? Productivity, reliability, cut quality, or a combination of each? At Exmark, we're constantly listening to our customers to ensure our Laser Z mowers deliver the right features, productivity, and uptime performance to help them grow their business. Visit Xmark.com to learn about the innovations that make the Laser Z the green industry's most trusted zero-turn mower. It's the Green Industry Podcast Florida Tour, sponsored by the Debt-Free Landscaper. All right, friends, we are back here with Andy Mulder. Tell us a little bit about your family, man. You got any kids, a wife? What's Yeah, what's so I have, uh, me and my wife have been married for 11 years now. Um, her name is Allie. And, um, and then I have uh, an eight-year-old son, Paxton, and a four-year-old son, Grayson. And what is um, Ellie's role in the business? Uh, she is my uh, sponge, <laughs> and she uh, lets me uh, talk to her about anything I need to talk to her about. And she uh, she's an ama- she's amazing. I would not be who I am today without her. Um, there's a lot of times that I bounce ideas off of her, and she has, you know, I'm I'm like wrestling about what to do. What should I do? This should I do not? Should I should I not do this? And then she'll say something and be like hello, yes, that's what I should do. Or, you know, or you shouldn't do this and this is why. And I didn't even think about that. And I, uh, she's a, she's amazing. And, uh, she does not formally work in the company at all. Yeah. Uh, we tried that for a, a, a short, short while. And, um, we don't work well together in the office. We found out real quick. So <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't, I don't want to mess with it. I, I don't, I'd rather just come home and not have to have both of us worrying about work and, talking about work. I already talk about work too much. And so I, uh, she doesn't do anything with that. Um, I have, uh, uh, my, we're, we're, we homeschool our kids right now because of the pandemic and things like that. So that's been a whole different dynamic in our home. And, um, but otherwise my wife is also a, uh, she does financial planning for, a for a firm in Northwest Indiana. And, uh, so she's very smart with finances and investing and, um, Again, I, I would not be where I'm at without her. So <laughs> Awesome. Northwest yeah. Indiana, that's by Chicago? Yeah, we're like 45 minutes south, south, um, southeast of Chicago. Gary, so. Indiana? Yeah, I'm 20 minutes south of that. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. Everybody always knows where Gary is. <laughs> it's, it's got a reputation. It just does. I don't know. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. So back to the Dave Ramsey uh, story. I, I just think this thing is uh, so fascinating. What would you say, um, Andy, to the guys that are deeply in debt? That it's just I do one-on-one coaching all the time, and ninety percent of the guys have debt that, that are in this industry, and it just sounds so far-fetched to get where you're at, mm-hmm. completely debt-free, business, mortgage. Uh, there, there's you can't you flip over a rock. There's no debt in your life. Right. What's the path from piles and piles of debt, the interest payment, to to be in your shoes? Uh so we didn't, I, I think it starts personal, personally, because I feel like some of our success helped with, we didn't have lots of debt when we started the company. We also live below our means. And um, I think that for guys that are in piles of debt right now, the number one thing you need to do is decide why you don't want to be in debt. 
because I think it's very, very hard to do this and not have the right reason why. Uh, you know, for me, it's it's I want to I want to have a better life for my family. I want to be able to retire when I want to retire, and I want to um, like literally change my family's life forever. You know, and and give more than I've ever given before, and and uh, so those are some of my reasons why, and 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 not have the stress and be able to never have to worry about paying my guys, and you know, all that stuff is my reason why I want to do it, mm-hmm. um, and so. I would say you need to first decide how bad you want it because it's really hard to do it without, you know, so. They're in my room, Mitchell. They're down in my room, right by the light switch. Everybody's coming to me asking me for honey. So <laughs> I just say now honey's like it's nothing, huh? Um, so I would say that's important to start out with that first. Um, and then after that, you know, you have to look at what you have, you know, what, what, what don't you need? You know, sometimes... A lot, some of us, we have equipment that we haven't used in two years. Like, why do you own that? You know, if sell some of that stuff, you know, maybe you don't need the, the track machine you have. And if you, again, if you want to do it bad enough, you sell it and get something used. I mean, I, I started the company with a 10, 12, it was like a $12,000 Bobcat and I still have it today. I could use it on job sets. We use it for a shop machine now, but you know, that we did a lot of work with that machine, you know, and it just... None of this stuff happens overnight, you know, so. What's your principle? I get asked this a lot for renting versus buying for when you get into the more expensive equipment. How do you measure? Is it time to buy or should I just go rent it for the day or week? Uh, we rented a lot. I rented track machines for, I mean, until I bought one, I rented it uh, at least five, six, seven times a year. Sometimes we'd rent it for a full week if I had enough work kind of bundled together. We rented a lot of mini excavators. We rented sod cutters. We rented compactors. I mean, we rented a lot of stuff. And, and I think for me, it was deciding for me, it was when I had the money to buy it. And I, I mean, I, it's hard to always like decide, okay, well, what do you buy first? I always get asked that. What, what's the most important thing to buy first? And I, you really have to use your, your, your instincts on that and where your business is going and maybe what kind of jobs you have coming up. And, and, and for me, I decide if I, if I have the money, you know, if this is a big goal of mine and I have the money now, well, then this is now what we're going to, if we're going to move towards, you know, and you know, now we, for me, like one of our next goals is to build a sh- buy a commercial property and build a shop. And so I've, we've the last seven years of the whole company, we've built up our equipment and our trucks and I'm really happy with where we're at right now. And I feel like I'm in a good spot to pause some of that investing in the, you know, quote unquote equipment that's going on on the job site and be able to really focus on budgeting and saving as much as I can towards this property in this building, because it's a, it's the next step in our company, I believe. And, uh, I, I'm sick of looking at it at home every day. I have a shop, a, a stone parking lot and three shipping containers that I run my company out of at my house. And, and, um, and so you know, focused intensity, I think for me has been super important. You know, like if, if I have this next thing we want to do, like that's as I, you know, you're paying your taxes and I think it's important to be saving some money, you know, for the business, um, for an emergency fund, but then really sacking that money away towards, towards the next piece of equipment. What's your process to make sure your tax bills paid on time and you're on point with that? So I have a um, financial manager. She's actually my sister-in-law, but she's a CPA, and um, and she she works for me um, basically ten hours a week, I would say. And and we do um, we do what's called a cash projection uh, every week, and then monthly 
there's a lot of things we do as far as like reserve. So we, we have all our, we have like five different bank accounts basically for the company. And uh, so every month um, we look at the previous month's work, uh, what our net profit was, things like that. And we do reserves based on that. We move money into our tax account for that. We move money into, we have a set amount of money that's always in our, in our uh, operations account. We have a reserves account that we keep like our retained earnings basically for the business or our emergency fund. I have an equipment account and then we have a, what I call it a, our winter account. Um, and so what the winter account is, is that it is uh, a savings account where we put money in there to basically pay uh, my salary for the winter. Um, because when we started the business, I had not planned on doing snow removal. I didn't want to. Um, so we decided, okay, well, if we're not going to do that, I got to make sure I'm budgeting and budgeting and saving enough money to pay myself through the winter. That was something my wife felt really comfortable with, would feel more comfortable with. Of course. And so every year, the first thing I save is that amount of money that I want to put in that account for the winter. So that mm -hmm. after that, I know I've taken care of our family and what we need for the winter when I know I'm not going to be making them income and that's taken care of. Then I have much more freedom to spend money on other things. But as far as taxes and stuff goes, every single month, we look at what the previous month's work had been done and what our net, what our, what our profit was and what we need to reserve for taxes. That money immediately gets moved in that tax account and it stays there. So I'm, I'm never very, I've never like got to the end of the year and had this crazy bill that I was freaking out about. It's just, you don't need to do that. You need to be taking care of that stuff Proactive. monthly. Yes. It's, you cannot mess around with taxes. It's, the most important thing you need to pay. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. Speaking of your marriage, I know Caleb and Brittany Allman, Brian and Liz, uh, Sean and Savannah, they're going to Texas in uh, Magnolia. Yeah. Chip and Skip or Chip and... Uh, Joanna. Chip and... I don't watch Chip TV. <laughs> Chip and Joanna's deal down there. <laughs> and, uh, I like Chip and Skip better. Oh, man. Well, in, in this culture, you, you, you gotta... <laughs> you never know what you they're gonna know. pull. You never know. Anyway... Um, speaking of almond, so they're, they're going to focus on how you can, um, kind of, um, divorce proof your marriage. It's called together in the trades yeah. because there is a high divorce rate in what we do. We leave early where there's, you're dealing with customers, you're dealing with employees, you're dealing with equipment, you're dealing with weather and you mix all of those and money. You're juggling all of those. It's understandable why a lot of people can neglect their marriage. I'm single. I was just downstairs reading my Bible about 20 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, Proverbs 31. I'm asking the Lord for a wife who, you know, is uh, virtuous, who's trustworthy and things of that nature. So what's your guys's advice to, um, have a marriage that's actually healthy, uh, while you're a contractor. I think, uh, it's important to remember that she doesn't love it as much as you do. <laughs> um, I think it's very easy to just, uh, come home and, and that's everything she wants to talk about. And she's living and breathing and eating and loving everything about landscaping or hardscaping. And it's not the case. She, she doesn't, it's just not what she loves to do and that's okay. You know, and I think it's important not to remember that when, you know, sometimes I get in the driveway and it's been like a rip roaring day and my phone hasn't stopped ringing and I get in the drive. It's like, okay, I need to breathe and shut it off because it's time to be home. It's time to be with my family. Uh, and it's time to love them how I need to, you know, and not just talk about my day all day, you know? And, and, um, another thing that's really helped our communication is, um, the, the thing that was always a struggle was 
going on estimates. I'm on the job site usually with my guys all day. And then I, when I go to meet with people, it was always in the evenings and it was always sporadic and they called, Oh yeah, I'll be right over there. Like, Oh, and then I call my wife and say, I'm not going to be home tonight for dinner. Well, and then that immediately is a problem because she planned on me being home and now I'm not going to be home. And, you know, it, and so there was always that struggle of, you know, how do I, how do I do that? How do I, how do I manage the expectations so that she knows where I'm going to be? And I, we have, you know, the communication to where I have freedom to do that. So two years ago, I decided like, I am not going to meet with people every night of the week, whenever they want me to, I'm going to only meet with clients on, if it's going to be after five 30 or something, I'm going to meet with them only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's it. If you want to have an afternoon or evening meeting, it has to be from five 30 to eight 30 on Tuesdays or Thursdays. And that was like light bulb went off when it started wow. to happen because immediately, I mean, that was something we and her discussed what days, if this is what we're going to do, what days would be best for you? That's and so she said, okay, well, I think this day and this day. And I like that because I don't want to be out super late on a Friday night or something go at a meeting or whatever. Um, and so doing that has literally changed everything. We don't argue. She, it, she knows that I could potentially be late on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Sometimes I'm not, sometimes it doesn't work out like that, but I have the, the, the permission sounds ridiculous, but did the freedom to do that? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and so now this year I'm trying to only meet with people on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't care what meeting it is. It, mm -hmm. it, I'm just only going to meet with people on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that is strictly to bring down my stress level a little bit. And um, so because I'm on the job site a lot, I, and I, if I'm meeting with people all week or something like I get so far behind on estimates, then I'm working till midnight, one o'clock in the morning at, you know, every day of the week. And it's just like, I don't need to meet with that many people. I don't need to go and meet with every client. I want to meet with the right ones that fit what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that's what we're going to do this year. So we're kind of tweaking that a little bit. Um, and Saturdays I've, I've cut back on Saturdays in the last year. And that's strictly some of that stemmed from my wife homeschooling and wanted me to be home a little more on the weekends. And, mm -hmm. um, that was just a different dynamic for our family. And that's changed my life. Like being home on Saturdays. I, I, my guys, if sometimes they need to go out and work Saturdays and, but I'm, I'm staying home. You know, I, 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 uh, I don't want to get to the end of my life and wish I worked. I, I'm not going to wish I worked more. Right. You know, I'm just not, you're, you're, Nobody says that when they're sitting on, on, on the last couple of days, like, oh man, I wish I would have put one more hardscape job in the ground. You know, no, it's, I wish I would have spent more time with my sons or, you know what I mean? And so I think that is, gets lost in business ownership is why, you know, if we want to better our lives, like it's not all about the money. You know what I mean? It, 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 I went in business to have a little more freedom. So why am I not, you know, I mean, you have to put in the work, but you know, that's comes back to the debt free thing. I want to create more margin in my life by becoming debt free. And so if I, if I've become debt free now, maybe I can let my foot a little bit off the gas and take off Saturdays and be with my boys. And, and, you know, we've kind of come up with this thing called dadder day and it's just happened this year. And, and it's just been a, it's just been a huge blessing. And so all those things coming back to how do we, you know, manage a marriage and business. And I think it's just, you have to put in an effort and you need to look at you know, ask your wife what she needs, what, what it, or her, he, or whoever, you know what I mean? So it's just, um, it's just things that I've learned over time and ex making sure that you have clear expectations and clear communication about what you're going to do together, not just flippantly doing things. And, and that will save so much headache.
Awesome. I really appreciate your time and wisdom, Andy. Yeah. Tell us uh, how we can connect with you on Instagram and congratulations on your seven year anniversary. I just saw yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. I just happened to notice that on Facebook. It was unbelievable. Seven's a very biblical number. Yeah. There's a lot of um, there you go. ties to freedom and, and seven and deliverance. It's an sure. important number. Yeah. Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram at, uh, at MMSNWI. And our website's the same thing. And uh, yeah, I just really appreciate you having me on, Paul. I was really looking forward to meeting you, and and I know what you stand for, and and I think that uh, I think you're doing a really great thing here. So thank you. Awesome. Well, it's good to have the hardscapers in the house. Thanks to Caleb Ballman. We had a meeting of of assembling who, who's going to come to the hype house, and we all kind of chimed in, and, and Caleb was adamant that uh, the hardscape community needed to be represented in the hype house and so i appreciate you guys yeah man. Um, caleb allman joshua sutton and andy Mulder, to, to bring your perspective uh to this broader industry so yeah thank you guys yeah thank you Hey guys, Brian Fullerton here. You might have heard me talk about how I'm always looking to invest in myself and take my life and my business to the next level. In the past, I've taken my friend Mike Fidel out for steak dinners so I could pick his brain and gain some valuable insight on how to grow my business. Fidel is now offering his coaching calls over at his website, debtfreelandscaper.com. And honestly, they're a real bargain. Like half of what a couple of steaks from Mike and I used to eat over at BlackRock used to cost. Fidel changed my business, he's changed my life, and that's why I'm happy to recommend him as a lucrative resource for you. Make this year the year you invest in yourself. And of course, don't forget to use Brian's 10, which saves 10% on all items at debtfreelandscaper.com. Make the business part of your landscape business easier and more efficient with Horizon 360 business management software from Toro. It's built by contractors for contractors, helping you simplify business tasks like crew scheduling, equipment management, estimating, invoicing, and more. You'll say goodbye to clutter and chaos and hello to streamlined management and a better bottom line. Check it out at horizon360.toro.com. Hey, it's Marty, and to celebrate the launch of the all-new and completely redesigned GreenIndustryPodcast.com, Paul Jameson has combined all of his products and services, and he's offering them for a limited-time introductory price of $3.97. Here's what's included in the bundle, both the rate increase letter and the highly touted pricing matrix, which helps you to become more intimate with your numbers, the user agreement, which is a great client contract where you simply plug in your details to generate a professional agreement, There's two video training courses, the Roadmap to Success, which will get you to profitability quickly, and the Know Your Numbers training, which is perfect for learning proper pricing for projects. Say that three times real fast. Hey, plus, we're going to throw in a one-on-one coaching session with Paul and obviously an autographed copy of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. Grab the bundle now at greenindustrypodcast.com and use MR Producer at checkout to save almost 40 bucks. MR Producer, all one word. It's the bundle and it's only at greenindustrypodcast.com. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to the debt-free landscaper, Toro's Horizon 360, Xmark, and Kohler for powering our Florida road tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we've provided the links in today's show notes. There you will also find the link to Paul's new book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. 
And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button and stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.